The horizon is wide and the highway is calling. That means it's time for another episode of American Road Trip Talk. I'm your host, Gary Mance, with a welcome and an invitation to travel the byways and backroads of yesteryear, searching for America in every incomparable mile. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad to have you with us. Our producer, Eric Ryder, is at the board. He keeps us staying in our lane. We're thankful for that. Today, our theme is This Way to Canada. We're going to talk about the border towns of Western Washington, gateway to Canada, but each town with much to deliver, including some warm hospitality when you're leaving one country to go and visit our neighbors to the north. Yes, we are binational today and we'll have a lot of fun hearing a story that is quite the journey. It was accomplished in a day by Matt Shea. He's a regular on Trip Talk. Always glad to have him with us. He's in the studio and he has plenty to share about his trip to Blaine yesterday. And we'll hear about the other border towns as well in Western Washington. This is American Road Trip Talk. We have the interview coming right after these messages. Hi, everybody. This is Anson Williams from Happy Days. And I want to bring attention to a life-saving product called Alert Drops. Drowsy driving is one of the most catastrophic problems in America, and Alert Drops will stop it. Kids studying in college, drinking too much caffeine, overloading on these energy drinks, they end up in the hospital. Alert Drops will stop it. What is Alert Drops? Alert Drops is a simple spray on the tongue made out of citric acid, sour lemon, and water, co-created with my uncle, Dr. Henry Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich Maneuver, who said, Anson, alert drives will save more lives than the maneuver. Whether you are driving, whether you are studying, whether you're just a tired mom, whenever you need to be alert, get alert drops. A simple spray on the tongue, nothing in your system, and you're naturally awake, naturally alert. It's scientifically proven. It's doctor approved. Again, it's natural. It's been honored by the United States Congress. Go to alertjobs.com. Very important. Go to alertjobs.com and stay safe. If you've given travel the green light, then hit the road to Bowling Green, Kentucky, the home of Corvette. From high-speed attractions like the National Corvette Museum and Beach Bend Park to outdoor favorites like Lost River Cave and Zipline or family-owned farms and wineries, Bowling Green is geared for fun. Just be sure not to try and fill up at the historic Standard Oil Station in the downtown district. Request your free guide and start planning today at visitbgky.com. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Welcome back, everyone, to American Road Trip Talk. Matt Shea has been on our show I don't know how many times. I'm going to have to look that up sooner or later. He is a great contributor to our program. Matt, I, I have to say, as we bring you on the air, we're so delighted to have you. And one thing I've discovered about you is that everything you do with your sense of responsibility, your eye for detail, with all of that, everything turns out to be an adventure with you. Matt Shea, welcome to the show. <laughs> Gary, I love being on this show. Let's go straight up to Canada. Canada is on the 49th parallel, and that serves as the boundary line between the two countries. And so on the American side, we're talking about the city of Blaine. Blaine, Washington is where I-5 stops, and then it continues as Canada's Highway 99. But in the middle, sitting right on the parallel, is the Peace Arch. And the Peace Arch was constructed September 6, 1921, and it was to commemorate the War of 1812 and the Treaty of Ghent from 1814. 
because each assured Canada that they would never have to worry about having to protect their borders. Just a beautiful structure, and there is something else about it that amazes me. I learned that a piece of the Mayflower is in that structure. Oh, really? Yes, there was a Mayflower born in England from the remains of the Mayflower, and America was given a little bit of it. So it went to our borders, and the Canadian Peace Arch has pieces of the original Mayflower. We're talking 1620 pilgrims. And it is such a beautiful park there. On one side is the American side. We are approximately 20 acres. Then it continues being the Canadian side, an extra 22. And it's like a large rectangle where the Canadian road to go to the customs drives down the center of it. There's 85 picnic tables there, swing sets. There's an American kitchen you could rent out. There's a gazebo there. Beautiful park, flowers. It is manicured grass, and they even have roses there. But there's also something kind of funny. Along that 49th parallel, there's no fence there. There's an irrigation ditch, so to say, and people could step over that ditch, and you're in one country or the other, And so what's interesting about this is that we've had our COVID disaster. There were people meeting in the parks because they had loved ones from the other country, and they were honestly meeting in that park, one of them crossing over the ditch or the other, and now you're hugging family again. There's a lot of news reports about this. They're charming stories. I'm glad that we opened this discussion with Blaine, Washington, fascinating town, and it has such charm and it has so much to offer people both leaving the USA for Canada and then, of course, coming back. And the Canadians love to visit, too. One of the highlights, and only a Matt Shea could pull this off with the help of some very nice people, very hospitable people, was yesterday, you went up there, you made the trip. I don't know whether it was announced, unannounced, but you made it happen. You went to a place that is regarded all over North America as a prime resort and a wonderful country club. And of course, I'm talking about Semiamu Resort. You got in there, and I think you even had a self-guided tour on a golf cart. Did I ever? It all started with friendly small town USA, and we will start off with the address. This is in Blaine, Washington, 8720 Semiamu Parkway, Blaine, Washington, and they do have a phone number, 360-371-7015. And so in 1987, they were voted the best new resort in America. In 1991, they were voted number two golf course in all of Washington State, And that is quite an accomplishment because we certainly hold our own here. But it's that old saying, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. It started off on the freeway. As I was traveling north, approaching exit 270, there's their friendly sign. You take the 270 exit, and then you travel west, and the signs take you right there. Once in the parking lot, I walked up to the first stranger, He knew all the people I was talking about. He showed me where to go and who to ask for. I walked in, and I have an honor roll here. We have a Chris Henderson who's at the front desk. 
She's a member and group service manager, gave me all the information I needed, made some collections. From there, I went to the golf shop, which is rated a five-star. I met Chris Garrison. He's just moved up from Portland, Oregon. He's one of their golf pros, definitely. Love those people. And then I met Jeff Maylert. Jeff Maylert is a director of golf. Between Jeff and Chris, they had allowed me to just to hop in one of the golf carts, drive around their beautiful course, and tell us what you think about it. The course was designed by Arnold Palmer himself. Wow. They even have an Arnold Palmer room there. You could rent it out for special occasions, and his picture is there every once in a while. I keep thinking of him doing those funny commercials. They have a restaurant called the Great Blue Heron. It is sensational, and it's one of these restaurants where they have the deck there that overlooks the greens, a fountain, so you could eat indoor, outdoor, the Arnold Palmer Room, and you could meet Linda. She's the classy gal behind the bar, loads of fun, informative, a real sweet person. That golf course has a pond. It has beautiful homes on all sides of it. And whether you're a golfer or not, you would love to spend a day just walking that trail. They also have a putting green there just so that guys could get warmed up for the game. And they were talking about local charities where people come in and sponsor. They make a big golf game out of it. And a lot of revenue is created for a given charity. A lot of fun there. And so I take my hats off to Chris with a K and then Chris Garrison at the golf shop to Jeff and to Linda. I've never in my life been treated better. It's warm. And for the rest of my life, I could go there and say hi to them. But also, they let you know that they have quality, warm golf instructors. If you've never golfed before, consider it. They'll introduce it to you the right way. Now, I'd like to mention my buddy Jay Turner, who I was on the phone moments before this show. Jay is a golf fanatic, and they all know who he is because Jay manufactures Redbird golf clubs out of Beacon Hill. And so if ever anybody wants to call Jay, it's 206-275-7872. And these are tailor-made golf clubs. What between the two of you, Jay, feels is right for you. Now, going down the road to the split, we have the resort there. And the Samayamu Resort used to be a cannery in 1881. In fact, they have a restaurant there in one of the old cannery buildings called the Packers, people who used to pack salmon. It is beautiful there, and they have over 100 rooms in this resort. They have an outdoor swimming pool. I lost count. There was at least three or four fireplaces I've seen throughout the first floor alone. On the back section is a beautiful beach, and you're looking at White Rock, Canada, on that beach, they have a bonfire every night, weather permitting, to make s'mores. All the s'mores you want, it's on them. They have uh, volleyball there. They have little yard games for kids. They have the tide that goes out unbelievably far because it is so shallow. So you, pe you see people walking well over 100 yards out there at low tide, 
And if it came in on them, it would only be waist deep at the worst. They even have a section where they have a large chest set where the pieces are the size of fire hydrants. I like to think that they're light. They better be. <laughs> but you could play there all day. It's just amazing. They have everything there. And then across the street, they have a marina. The marina has a nice cafe there. It has a little park to picnic there. They have it all. They got bike trails there, trails to walk around. And when you're looking north, you're looking at Canada. You look around the other way, you're looking at the States. There is so much to enjoy there. I have not toured Blaine. I've been through it, mainly seeing it from uh, either the driver's side window or the passenger side. And I've always felt like I should really go there. Semiamu, as a matter of fact, is a place that I would love to tour, particularly since my brother-in-law is a teaching professional with the PGA. Really? And he's... He speaks glowingly of it. Oh, yeah. Suzanne's brother. He's a teaching pro and well acquainted with the pro shops and their management. He, he's been at it for many, many years there. And when he visited Washington, he went there and had a wonderful time, of course. So, Blaine, right there at the northwestern edge of Washington, up I-5 is where I-5 ends at the Canadian border. And yet within Blaine, I take it, Matt, that they have a village atmosphere where you could walk around, enjoy the restaurants, and just go at a casual pace. They certainly do. I got a little ahead of myself at the resort, which is at the tip of the split. We have Nicole Newton. She's the general manager. Very informative. Will help you in any way, shape, or form. They bat a thousand with their hospitality. And again, to call the number, 360-371-7015, they're there waiting for you. It's all there. Now, Blaine is a fun town. It is a seaside town that's kind of divided in half because you have an inlet coming in. And so when we see the famous golf course and resort at the split, we then have the other side of the water, the other shore, and that's where Blaine continues. Blaine has a marine park there. It is fabulous, and in fact, the other day when you called me, I was taking pictures of the Peace Arch from the Blaine Park. That's how close. It's literally a stone's throw away. They have an amphitheater there. They have barbecues. They have everything there, and everybody's happy walking their dog, and they have a lot of fun restaurants there. They have the Drayton Harbor Oyster House. They have the Paso del Norte Mexican Restaurant, which is five stars. They have Big Al's Diner. They have the Railway Cafe, which means they found a caboose somewhere and made quite a thing out of it. And that would I be love fun. it when they do that. I think that's just a lot of fun. Right off the main drag, you, you can't help. Everybody's pointing at it. And yes, I took pictures. Tony's Just a Bite. Incredible. And interestingly enough, this Railway Cafe, it just looks wonderful. It looks so cozy and friendly. They're closed on Wednesday. I don't know. You'll have to ask them. But on Sunday, you can go actually from 9 to 4. Uh, otherwise, they're open 8 to 4. And uh, I don't know about the food. I haven't been there yet, but I want to put that on my list of must-see places when I get to Blaine. And I anticipate being there sometime in the next several months. I really can't wait. Well, I so, love it. You could get a great burger there. You could get salmon the way it is meant to be. You can get fish and chips and walk the waterfront. They cover all the bases. 
there is that village atmosphere there. I look forward to seeing it, and I'm sure our listeners do too. We have a couple of other towns we want to mention. We've got to throw some love at Linden, Washington, and the little town of Sumas. What did you find out about those places? Well, Linden has quite a Dutch influence, and I've been there quite often. They have the Pioneer Museum. They have Jensen Art Center. They have Jensen Park there, where the Jensens have donated property for a little park. They have the Lincoln Park there as well. And it's just a fun town. And years and years back, I camped there at a KOA. Not only did they have fishing there, they stressed, bring your fishing poles. We got trout here. They had an early morning stand where I made the kids hot cocoa that has so much whipped cream piled on it, you'd think it was an ice cream cone, the type of cocoa kids loved. So I was a big hit that morning returning to the campsite from that little cocoa stand they had. That would be a lot of fun to visit as well. And then Sumas. Sumas is a fun little town, and I think it's smaller than two square miles. And how I know Sumas is I'll take my back road, my early morning drives, because I only live about 60 miles away from these towns. And Sumas has a population of 1,703, and that's according to 200, uh, 2019 figures. But they have a little bit going on there. They have got Bob's Burgers and Brews, and those are fun places. They have a go-kart there, the SIMA go-kart racing facility. And it's fun to get crazy on a go-kart. Whatever happens, you get to walk away from it. True. And then they also have several farms that you can tour there. They have the Apple Barn, and they also have the Chilliwack River Rafting. They have the Gallery 7 Theater Performing Arts. But it's predominantly farmland, agriculture, clean, beautiful. And whenever I drive through that town, yes, I'll see some tractors on the road. Yes, I'll see a combine not too far from the main drag. I'm at home there. I love it. All three of those towns are access points into Canada. And yet I'm curious about the access because I just, I lived in the Seattle area for over 20 years. I didn't have cause other than perhaps tourism, and I didn't scratch that particular itch to get up there and see Linden and Sumas there. But you have your choice of three, and these accents, access points seem to have a lot to do about where you're traveling from and how much time you have to spend in these towns. Yes, and Sumas borderlines Canada's Abbotsford. And again, Abbotsford is just a little east of the Peace Arch. Now, I set my odometer yesterday. I set it to zero and left my driveway, got a tank of gas, took my time and went up to the golf course and the resort, spent a lot of time in Blaine going here, there, checking out parks. And Lincoln Park, among other things, they have Frisbee golf. You know how they have the little nets there to catch them and you throw Frisbee, Frisbee golf. It's, I like that. It's fun. But this whole trip I made, I went by Sumas, not in it. I went right by Linden, not in it. I touched in some other little towns, but I made it home with well over half a tank of gas and that trip as a whole. And keep in mind, I live basically 60 miles away in Marysville. It was well under 180 miles to cover that in one day. Oh, wow. 
so much to see in that area. I'm sure you've got some farmland around there, but that lush forest there on both sides of the border is a draw for anyone who just wants to get out and see some nature, but not be too far removed from civilization. Exactly. And again, I enjoy tuning in on the Canadian radio stations. They're just as crazy as us, and it's fun. (laughs) And that's sort of a GPS for me, because once I start to dial in and I get those Canadian stations coming in, now I want to go fishing. Canada holds the most lakes in the world. Oh, that vast expanse. So gorgeous. I think it's only... uh, fair that we do mention as this is being broadcast and then converted into a podcast in June of 2021. What are the restrictions at this time? In America, we see them loosening up, but what about between here and Canada internationally? It is a very funny play-by-ear fickle one day at a time thing. When I was at the golf shop the other day, they were mentioning that they were going to, Canada was going to discuss it and maybe tomorrow. Now, recently, I saw that when it comes to that park, the Peace Arch Park, the American side is open, but from the draining ditch beyond, Canada had momentarily closed their side. It kind of goes half a dozen for six based on which way the wind's directing. So we keep being told on a daily basis they're just about ready to. Now, getting back to the park, when you get near that draining ditch, there are authorities that will want to look at your ID to make sure who you are and that you're not transporting something from one country to the other. And getting back to entering Canada, they use the term non-essential. It has to be something greatly important to enter the country at this point. For now, and as you say, that is a fluid situation and there will be government uh, decisions and announcements coming, so we should always pay attention to well, that. They they have us just holding our breath because it basically, so often it's implied that, hey, it could be tomorrow, it could be early next week. They say We anticipate, yes. We anticipate, we're right about there. Okay, that's a great way of putting it, Matt. And by way of the Peace Arch, I'm always inspired at that stately structure. When I read at the top of it, the words emblazoned are children of a common mother. That always touches me. I love that. And they also have another one, and it is, may these gates never be closed. Amen. And also, as far as the Peace Arch Park is concerned, if any of you are contemplating getting married and looking for a good wedding venue, they do those there in the park. Yes, they do. And they also, every June, they have an arts and crafts fair. And then in the fall, they have yet another arts and crafts fair going on for quite a while. Because there's always something. They compete with Seattle. They really do up their parks great and have a lot of fun fairs there. So there is Blaine There is Linden and there is Sumas. Hopefully, I'll get a chance someday to see all three. I think uh, Blaine is Blaine and the other two maybe have a touch of Mayberry, but I'll have to find out for myself. And speaking of family-friendly, Mayberry style, let's take a moment to give you an opportunity, Matt, to talk about an audio book that you are making available to uh, just about everyone. Uh, Maybe there's a code. You can tell us about that. But I wanted you to get uh, the opportunity to tell people about this work of yours. I appreciate that. I have six audiobooks out, and for several of them, I held editions. 
and this particular one going out for free. And hey, consider it a gift from you and me, the American Road Trip Talk, uh, 1150 AM KKNW Alternative Talk. It's from all of us. And it's for the truckers out there. It's for the families and everyone. But it's by Small Town USA Tribute. It's called The Mouse That Roared, and it's a Judge Alvin Wong book. It's a fun story that I think goes about two hours. And if you get on my website, matchsaybooks.net, as soon as you bring it up, it's right there on top. It's plain as day. It identifies itself. And all you have to do is press the link, and it plays for you. Well, thank you very much for that, Matt Shea, as well as for joining us today in studio. There, one of these times, I'm going to look up more locations that are reportedly haunted. And if there's anybody <laughs> who knows how to research that with style and with precision and with great attention, it is you, my friend. I have and found a few more of them. You always would. I can count on you for that. Matt Shea, everybody. Thank you so much, sir. It was wonderful to have you with us today. And wonderful to have you, ladies and gentlemen. Always glad when you tune in. Thanks for doing so, listening to American Road Trip Talk, along with Thomas and Becky Rep, co-founders of American Road Magazine. We remind you to visit our website, AmericanRoadMagazine.com, to preview the current issue. Until next time, dream well and drive safely on the American Road. Hi everybody, this is Anson Williams from Happy Days, and I'm so excited to tell you about American Road. It is the best car travel magazine in the world. They have the most fantastic adventures detailed in each magazine with all your itinerary. We could just jump in the car with your family and have the most fabulous adventures you've ever had in your life. Please, get a copy of American Road and start your own adventure.